Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, no, God, in here. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for love. Hey, good morning, y'all. Good morning. I see y'all. Come on. Trying to get more. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. It's going to be a good day. My coffee is so good. My coffee is so good. It's going to be a good day. My coffee is so good. Good morning. Hey, y'all. My coffee is so good. Hey, Shamana. Hey, girl. Inbox me and tell me how you doing. Uh, hey, Malisha. Hey, Sheree. Hey, Lavenda. Uh, it is. It's going to be a great day. Woo! Today is a perfectly good day to have a great day. Oh, my God. Let me share the devotional. My coffee is so good. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Father God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are a good, good father. Ooh, you are a good, good father. You are a good, good father. Can you put that in the comments for me this morning? He is a good father. Come on, y'all. He is not a neglectful father. Can you put that in the comments for me today? God is a good father. He is a good father. He is a good father. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is a good father. He is a good, 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 good father. Good father. He is a good father. He is. He is. And I thank him. And I bless him and I praise him. He is a good father. Can you say that this morning, God? He is a good father. Woo, come on. He is a good father. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, no, don't talk back to me. He is a good father. He is a good father. Oh, my God. He is a good father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. He is a good father. He is a good father. He is a good, good father. I'm having a uh, tag my aunt and my cousin because for some reason they haven't been getting the devotion the notifications yeah can you put that in the comments he is a good father yeah come on let's extol him he deserves the praise he is a good father he is a good father father god we thank you yeah just come on keep saying it thank you for that jess he is a good father oh come on he is a good father Lord God, you are a good father. God needs to hear. Like the only part of any time we are like in a service or in a devotional moment is the worship part. That's the only part that's about God. God doesn't need to hear the word of God. He is the word of God. He knows the word of God, but he needs you to extol him. He needs you to bless his name. He needs you to magnify him. Oh my God, magnify the Lord with me. Lord God, we magnify you. Lord God, we bless your name. Lord God, you are good. You are faithful, Lord God. And we just want to say 
Thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for how well you love us. Woo! Come on, Kim, say it again. He is a good father. Woo! And I know sometimes that's hard, especially if your father wasn't really in your life. And so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for those of us that really don't know what it means to have a good father, woo! show them what it means to be a good father. Restore their faith in fatherhood. And we thank you, Father God, even in this nation, Lord God, that you are raising up fathers. Woo! And you are tearing down strongholds and wicked imaginations and things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God for relationships with our Father. So thank you, Father God, for restoring those godly relationships. Thank you that we have an impression in our head of what it means for you to be a good father. Thank you, Lord God, that we will not forsake our relationship with you. You are a good father. Come on, put it in the comments one more time this morning. You are a good father. Woo! Come on, type it one more time for me. You are a good father. He's not a neglectful father. He's not one of those fathers that you can come to him and my God, you may say one thing. And he's No, he's a good father. He's a consistent father. He isn't negligent. He isn't neglectful. You are not orphaned. You are not abandoned. He is a good father. Come on, tell him this morning. You are a good father. Woo! You are a good father. When my boys come to me and say, mom, you're a good mom. Woo! That does something in me. It makes me want to be even a better mother to them. Like, they tell me that often. Judah's like, Mom, you're such a good mom. Woo! I'm like, Lord God, thank you for that. You're a good. So when I hear you're a good mother, imagine what it feels to God to hear from his children. You are a good father. You are a good, 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 good father. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a good good, good, good father. Thank you, Father God, for fresh grace. Thank you for, my God, like you wake up with a fresh start. Woo! He doesn't have an impression, Sharmana, or an image of you um, of what you did last night. Woo! That's why repentance is so important. He doesn't have an image of who you were yesterday. Lamentations 3 and 23 says, I get up. Woo! Come on. And I get brand new mercies and I get brand new grace. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a good father he is that he doesn't keep remembrance ooh, of my sins. And so I don't have to remember them either because he's not, he doesn't have tally marks on his wall. See, if you get the impression and understanding of what a good father is, ooh, you'll never again in your life want to neglect. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm talking about neglect your relationship, neglect your time with him, neglect uh, being with him, being in his presence. Oh my God. Father God, thank you. You are such a good father. You are so, so good. Yesterday we were, um, I served on a committee at our school and we needed some resources and we were all praying in agreement for the resources. And one of them, and I just felt led and composed, compelled to say something, right? And one of them was like, I love this. Like I had prayed and they were like, I love this. And I came back in and I was like, you know what? Um, I said, I'm not afraid to ask my father for anything. 
Like, I'm just not. Because what's the worst thing he going to tell me? No. And if he tells me no, then I know, auntie, he got something better for me. If he, he looks like he's not moving, he didn't answer, then I know, Sandra, he got something better for me. My God, if it looks like the answer is no, now I know he got something better for me. If it looks like it's not changing, I know something is happening because he's such a good, good father. He's just a good, 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 good father. So I don't think no, I don't think of no as denial, like he's denying me or he's punishing me or he's beating me up or all that religious mess or he's whooping me, all that crazy stuff that we were taught. If he tells me no, baby, he got something better for me. Woo! You ought to put that in your notes. You ought to put that in your comments. He has something better for me. See, I don't see when I was immature. Ooh, come on, y'all. When I was immature, I used to think a no was a horrible thing. But in my maturity, my God, let me get these vocal cords. In my maturity, now I'm like, if it's no, then my God, something better is coming to me, right? Because his ways woo, are higher. His thoughts are different. His plan is greater than mine. We only see in part. I don't care how anointed. I don't care how prophetic. You don't have all the answers. God is not giving you all the witness and the information. Because if he did, you would never live in faith. Faith is not knowing all things. Faith is accepting and believing. Come on now. That God is with me. Faith is accepting and believing. And they never leave me a forsaken. Faith is accepting and believing that if God is for me, come on, who can be against me? Faith is accepting and believing that when the weapon is forming, woo, God not going to let it prosper. Faith is accepting and believing when the enemy comes in like a flood, that the word of God will be the standard. Faith is accepting and believing that favor goes before me and favor is my rear guard. Faith is accepting and believing. Come on now. What's impossible with man? Woo! Come on. That needs to be your confession this morning. What's impossible with man is possible with God. Faith is accepting and believing that even if the person's heart looks hardened, even if the person looks tough, even if the person seems abrasive, Proverbs 21 tells me that he has the heart of the kings in his hand. Woo! And he can flip that heart and he can turn that heart on and he can make that heart soft my God, and he can make that heart flesh. He could take a Tony Stony heart and do something with it. That's what faith is. Ooh, come on, y'all. That's what faith is. That's what faith looks like. It's not having all the answers. It's not adding all the things up. It's not playing the perfect part and it looks all together. That's not what faith is. It's just not. Faith is trusting and believing that if God, you ought to pat your chest this morning. If God is for me, can't no demon, can't no devil, can't no, 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 no nymph, 
can no principality stand against me. If God is for me, it's got to work out. Ooh. If God is for me, it's got to happen. If God is for me, momentum is happening. If God is for me, acceleration is happening. If God is for me, it's a yes and an amen. If God is for me, it may not look like what it needs to look like today, but it'll be here tomorrow. If God is for me, come on now. And this is what I know about God. He is for you. He is with you. He never leaves you and he never forsakes you. That's why I stand boldly and say, he a good father. Ooh, come on. He a, he a good father. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. When my son um, was arrested, I told y'all I'll tell the truth on here. When my son was arrested a couple of years ago, I pleaded, I begged with God. I asked him to throw them to throw the case out. I asked him to reverse the decision. Like I just kept going on and on and on and on and on. And that was not the case. And then as I sat still one day, full of tears, full of pain, heart hurting, the Lord just began to minister to me. And he began to tell me, he said, you don't even recognize that I saved his life. You don't even recognize that I saved his life. You, you, you so caught up in where he is that you don't even recognize that I saved his life. I saved his life. I'm telling you what was coming next. And then both my mother and my father both came and said the very same thing to me. They were like, we just believe God saved his life, right? So it changed my perspective. And I just began to thank God and say, God, thank you for his life. Woo! Come on, y'all. Thank you for his life. 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 Come on. He is a good, 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 good father. I can testify when my late husband went to be with the Lord um, and, and, and I was sad but part of my heart was glad because he wasn't suffering anymore. And God just began to show me. He said he didn't get healing here, but he got healing on the other side. He is a good, 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 good father. Woo! We got to stop thinking Shania in terms of lack and think in terms of the possibility and the goodness of God and the plan of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God and the love of God extends beyond what we have and hold in our hand. Woo! Thank you, Lord God. Okay, let me give you this word. Let me come, let's continue in our journey today. If you have not been with us, Shaquita said you need to go back and you need to get last week because God has been on one and he has just been encouraging us and he has just been uplifting us. And we have been studying this life and this transition. Woo! See, I want to I want to share something with you. Holy Spirit, teach this thing. Let the words of my mouth, the medicine, meditation of your heart be acceptable in my, in my sight. See, I want to help you with something this morning. Woo, we're going to talk about transitions for just a minute. Joshua was it was in a transition. Woo! Come on. Joshua was in a transition. Lord God, I thank you for strengthening us in our transition. And transitions, come on, Holy Spirit. I need no he's about to rock this way. Transitions can seem like one of the most unstable 
places because it's new to us. It's, it's new to us. And many of us, come on, because as human beings, we are creatures of habit. Uh, we like to do things the way that we like to do things. Um, we mark success by certain things. I'm going to help you this morning. Woo, come on now. And so Joshua is in a transition. Woo, come on, come on. He is in a transition, right? Here it is. Moses has died. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Steady us this morning, Lord God. Steady us in your word. Steady us in your truth. So here we are in a situation where Moses is dead. And, and it wasn't like God was like, okay, I'm going to put you in training for the next 30, 60, 90 days. <laughs> I wish God was that kind sometimes, Julia. And it's not like God was like, okay, I'm going to put you in training. Joshua, you're going to go in training for the next 30, 60, or 90 days. We're going to do 30, 60, 90 days of training. That ain't what God said. God came to Joshua and said, look, Moses out of here. But this vision, woo, Val, come on. This vision, Renee, this vision, Kelly, this vision, Patsy, this vision, Angela. He's, Moses gone, right? Moses is gone. Like, Moses is gone, right? Moses is gone. Like Moses is gone. He says, Moses is gone. He says, and here we are, Joshua. I need you to step to the plate. Woo! Come on, y'all. I need you to step to the plate. Oh my God. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, many of us have been confessing, behold, the Lord is doing a new thing. We are God for Isaiah 43 and 19. The Lord is doing a, a new thing, right? He's making a way in the desert. He's making a way. Here is the way, but the way is through Joshua. Woo! Come on. He says, so here, here we go, Joshua. Here's what, here's what I need you to do. I need you to step into position. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I need you to step into position. Um, I need you to get into place. Um, I, I don't, you don't have a whole lot of time to get your affairs in order. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm about to give you what I was giving to Moses and all of y'all a long time ago. And can we just think for a second through this? Like this had to be mind blowing. Even if the Lord or the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit had been there since Genesis, had been already preparing and telling Joshua, this is who he was. I'm pretty still sure that when Joshua got the call, got the command, um, said that this is what you were going to do in his head, he probably thought several things. For me, I would have probably been like, well, if Moses couldn't do it, how can I? Come on, y'all. If Moses couldn't do it, how how can I? How am I going to be able to accomplish? And Moses, I'm no different, no different than, no, if Moses could do And here God is saying, look, I am going to cause this to happen for you. Come on, y'all. Your requirement, oh my God is don't look back. Come on. Your requirement is to be bold. Your requirement is to sober up, right? I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you. But I can believe that being in the process of the transition is shaky. Ooh, come on, y'all. This is when all the fear, all the worry, all the anxiety tends to present itself as if you will fail. Ooh, come on, come on, come on, come on. So in this transition, let me tell you what a transition is. 
Transition is the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. Come on, come on, come on. This is a period. This is a time frame. You are going from being led to leading. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. You are going from being led to leading. You are going from being in the background to the foreground. You are going from being just a worker to being a supervisor. You are going from just working in the real estate company to owning the real estate company. You are going to going from being uh, just a girlfriend or a friend to a wife. Come on. You are going from being a boyfriend to a husband. You are going from being um, childless to a mother or to a father. Um, you are going from being the CNA to being the chief of surgeon. You are going, my God, from one position to another. <laughs> and it's the Lord leading. <laughs> Come on, y'all. It's the Lord leading. So the Lord has already been speaking to us. Can you can't afford to look back. You don't have to be bold. You don't have to know who you are in Christ. You're going to have to endure. You're going to have to be courageous. You are going to go through some hard times. You're going to go through some hard times. I'm sorry. In transition, in growth, in coming into the fullness of who God called you to be, I'm not getting ready to set you up and lie to you. You are going to go through some hard times. You're going to be tested. You're going to be proved. Your gangster going to be tested. Somebody going to come at you sideways. All of this is going to happen in the transition. But I promise you, if you withstand the proofing, come on, let me give you something. I need to give you something the Lord gave me. He showed this to me. And he brought it to me in an article. Oh, come on now. Lord, I thank you. He, he brought it to me. He brought it to me in an article. And he was showing me something about Jesus. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. My God, he was showing me something about Jesus. And I was like, Lord, this is so, this is so deep. And there's a scripture. Oh my God, let me find this. There's a scripture that says there is no temptation. Come on, y'all. You got to see this us over in Corinthians. He said, there is no temptation. My God, that is known to man. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There is no temptation that is known to man. There's nothing that you have been through that Jesus hadn't been through. Right? And we are little Christ. We are him and here. Come on, y'all. My God, there is no temptation. My God, my God. I'm going to find it. There is no temptation. I had this mark. My God, there we go. There is no temptation. First Corinthians 10, 13. It says there is no temptation that is overtaking you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. <laughs> God will always provide when you are tempted to be anxious, when you are tempted to be fearful, when you are tempted to be worried. Now, I'm going to show you this. You got to watch this real quick. So wherever it is, God's always going to provide a way out. God is always going to provide strength. God is always going to provide strategy. God is always going to provide. Come on, y'all. He's always going to provide a way out. Listen, he's always going to provide a solution. God is not going to bring you to something like he did Joshua and let you fail. Can you put that in my notes, your notes today? God is not going to let me fail if he called you to it. 
he will not let you fail. Woo, come on. But this is what I need you to see. This is what you need to see. When I read this, somebody sent me an article. When this, when I read this, it shifted my whole perspective about my failures. Not, 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 not God's failures, about how I saw failure. Woo! So Mark, the sixth chapter, it said he left there and came to his hometown and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were astonished. Where did this man get these things? They said, what is the wisdom that has been given to him? And how are these miracles performed by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Not they, they don't care what miracles. They still trying to label him or reduce him to a title. Ain't this the carpenter's son? Come on. And many of you, woo, Holy Spirit, in transition, come on now, moving into new places. My God, people will question whether or not you are qualified woo, for what God has called you to do. Or God, people will question whether or not you should be a wife because you was too many other things in the past. People will question whether or not you should be a mother because it's you too, or you 40 something, you too old to be having a baby now. People will question whether or not you should be the supervisor, you should be the CEO, you should be the boss, right? People will question that. But some of you got to get a rap, but God, <laughs> like, but God, like, but God. So this is what I love to say. It says, where did this man get these things? They said, what is the wisdom that has been given to him? And how are these miracles performed by his hands? Isn't the carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon and are his sisters here with us? So they were offended by him. They were offended because they thought he was too rep. I got to go. They were offended because they thought he was too regular for what God had called him to do. My God, they were offended by where he came from. They were forgetting who he was and who had divinely assigned him and appointed him. And you have to make sure that when you are in the pressure of transition, that you do not forget who you are, who called you, who appointed you, who nominated you, who called you to go into whatever field God has called you. It may look intimidating. It may look overwhelmed. It may look consuming. It may look like it's not working. But I'm telling you, if God said it, it is. This is the part I love. He says, Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown, amongst his relatives, and in his household. He was not able to do a miracle there, except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. He was going around the village teaching. I read this and I paused and I read the article and I said, Jesus failed. <laughs> Jesus failed in an area. I ain't saying something didn't, faith didn't cause it to fail, but what he came to do wasn't accomplished. <laughs> so if Jesus has been in a specific place or a position and it didn't work for him, it did not mean he was not anointed. It did not mean he was not called. It was not, it did not mean this is not where he was supposed to be. The faith of the people in the circumstance 
and the situation is what caused it to fail. A lot of Moses, and I'm giving you this so that you can eliminate all the excuses. A lot of what Moses' problem was, his appeasing to the people. He was always trying to appease the people, please the people. Here we are, Jesus, anointed and qualified for God, could not perform what he was supposed to perform because of the lack of faith of the people. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna take, oh my gosh. I'm, because when you have been in a position in place and God, and you feel like a failure or you feel like you're not qualified, like, oh my God, I'm like, here Jesus is. It didn't work for him at one point either. Like at one point where he was, wasn't working for him. What did he do? Did he just lay down and say, forget it. I'm not Jesus. I'm not going to move forward. I'm not going to move into what God called me to do. Did he get discouraged? Did he quit? Right? No, he did not. He said, and this is what it says he did next. It's, uh, he summoned the 12 and began to send them out in pairs, give them authority over unclean spirits. He gave them the instructions he needed. If Jesus had been in a place and a position where something had not worked for him, I'm going to give myself <laughs> some grace <laughs> when it looks like it's not working or when it looks like it's too big or when it looks like it's overwhelming because Jesus has given me the example that even when it looks like it's not working to continue to move forward. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on. That's good, ain't it? Yeah, that's good. When I read this article, I was like, eyes open. So I'm going to be a little bit more kind to myself. I'm going to be a little bit more gracious to myself. And perhaps because he was in Nazareth, I got to go. Perhaps because he was amongst some people who were too familiar with him. Perhaps, my God, can I say this, Lord? Perhaps you are amongst people who are too familiar with you. That's why it's not working. Perhaps you are amongst people who are judging you by your past and your mistakes and the stuff that you have done. That's why it's not working. Perhaps you are in um, an area, come on now, and God has something greater for you. Let me tell you something. Um, when you, if you take a shark, if you take a shark, I don't care how, and great whites are supposed to be massive, but if you take a great white shark and you drop it, woo, come on, and you drop it in a pond or a small body of water, it will only grow to the size and the capacity of the water that it is in. Woo! It is meant to swim in oceans. So it never reaches its full potential. Perhaps, I don't know. I don't want to put words in Jesus, but perhaps that's why Jesus took the disciples and said, y'all know what? I'm going to send y'all up out of here so that what we were called to do on this earth can happen. Because where we at right here is full of, woo, 
people who do not have the faith. My God. This is it for today. This is it for today. This is it for today. This is it. This is it for today. Woo! Woo! That's a lot. I hope y'all chewing this. You might have to come back to this. You might have to come back and say that was a lot to digest. The Holy Spirit took us from here to over there, reminding us and letting us know there's nothing we've experienced that Jesus hadn't experienced to a place and a position in Jesus' life where it looked like it was failing to understanding that in the transition, we cannot afford to get lost about what people are saying about us. Yes, Malisha, your environment does matter. The people that you are around does matter. The place that you're trying to plug into does matter. The people you're trying to pour out to, it does matter. Some people won't see it. Some people won't get it. Some people won't approve for it. And some people won't even have the faith for what you are called to do. Let me pray for us. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, that your word is stirring something up in your children today. Do not let this word fall by the wayside. Ooh, if we too big, <laughs> if what you called us to do is too big for the environment that we are in, Lord God, show us our next steps. Show us our next one. Lord God, even if you called us to one place in one season, but the assignment is to go back home or to be in another environment or to be attached to something else, let us have bold, courageous faith to take the steps, to move in position, to get into place. Do not let us settle for common places. We cancel the assignment of mediocrity off of us in the name of Jesus. Bring it to us, Lord, in plain eyesight. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, y'all. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all do me a favor. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Make sure you share this video. Um, two things. If the Lord places it on your heart, oh, Lord, increase our capacity. Help us to discern, um, to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and to do more for you in Jesus' name. Amen. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner to give with this ministry, last weekend we had Feed the Streets. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every time we drop off and feed the homeless, it just does something in my heart. We have Drew Projects, which we have been supporting them to get um, 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 feminine hygiene kits throughout the world. We have Flint Global, which we pour into, which helps women um, it become, become economically self-empowered. Like we just have so many things that we do through this ministry. So if the Lord places on your heart to partner with us, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give there. Um, and you can find out all the ways and the means to give. If that's you, if the Lord says, hey, you need to partner, you need to go give to help further the gospel and the things they have going on, that's where you can give. Second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, every defining moment in my life started with 
me and Jesus. I don't want you to be in a position or place where you start breaking down why you think you, I'm not worthy or I, don't, I got tattoos everywhere. Y'all see it? I got tattoos everywhere. I, I, it does not define God's love for me. Um, my past is so tainted. My red ledger is so red. I have so many big things that I did that was so ungodly like. Um, my God, just things. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like even, um, I can I share this? Yes. Even one time when I terminated a pregnancy, just like not knowing better, there is nothing that God cannot bring you from. There is no place that God can't love you. And you need to know that you need to know that he has blotted out every blemish. He has blotted out everything every sin, everything that has ever been done. And he is still looking for you. He still loves you. He still has purpose for you. And he is calling you. He will go after the one. So if that is you this morning, maybe you thought your past was too tainted for God to love you. I am your living witness that that is not your truth. So if you want to make, make the, have the difference come in your life, I want to present to you my Jesus. And you're going to make a confession of faith. And when you make this confession of faith, you're going to send me an email um, at info at just me at um, Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. <laughs> If you pray that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I promise you, uh, we're going to send you some resources and we're going to send you some materials. Y'all, we are coming back in this thing in the morning. I feel so good. <laughs> Can I tell y'all this? I feel so good. Everybody keeps asking me, like, what's the glow? You're glowing. I am fulfilled. And I am fulfilled by God's love. And when you get to a place that you are fulfilled by God's love, the glow becomes so real. Hey, y'all, guess what? Today, dropping Pillow Talk, San Diego. We're going to be back in San Diego in July. I haven't been in San Diego in a few years. I love the West Coast. I got a couple speakers coming in. So when we share, it's only going to have a small spot of people in San Diego. But if you're in the California area, we're going to have some day passes available. We're going to release it, um, Pillow Talk San Diego. You'll only have the 31st to confirm your spot. So if the Lord is speaking to you and saying, hey, I need to be in San Diego, put it in your heart now, in your mind, and say, you know what, I'm going to San Diego. We've got uh, information about a payment plan. Uh, we're going to go worship Sunday before we get out. So we'll talk about flight arrangements. We're going to go and worship with my friends in San Diego on Sunday. Um, I'm just grateful to who God is. I'm just grateful to what God is doing. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you even more. So do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God flow through you on to someone else in Jesus name. Amen. And I'll see y'all in the morning, 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God.